This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome to Two Packs a Week. Before we get started today, I want to talk to you guys about buried treasure. You guys know about pirates, right? They're going around, they're in ships, they're looking for buried treasure, they don't know what they're going to find. Loot Crate is like pirate buried treasure, but for geeks. It's a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, which is a lot less than what pirates spend to get their ships up and running, I guarantee you, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. So be sure to head to lootcrate.com TPAW, that's two packs a week, and enter the code TPAW3 to save $3 on any new subscription. From Dr. Robotnik's audio closet in Meltdown Comics, it's two packs a week with me, Jeffrey Golden. Hello and welcome to Two Packs a Week, the trading card comedy show. Every week, I open up packs of weird, retro, mother-ducking trading cards with a funny friend. And this week, I'm joined by a hilarious comedian. You've seen him on Workaholics, Comedy Bang Bang, Key and Peele, and he's a writer for At Midnight. Ladies and gentlemen... Iffy, what away? Yeah. Hiya, Iffy. Hey, how's it going? Going good. How about yourself? <laughs> Pretty good, you know. Just, uh, you know, staying afloat. The, rocking the boat. <laughs> Stay in the float, rocking the boat. I love it. You are rocking the boat right now. You're rocking a baby boat. Yeah. <laughs> Have a new baby. That's yeah. what they say, right? Yeah. You get cards in the mail like, congratulations on rocking the baby boat. <laughs> the baby boat. <laughs> yeah. We're, you know, we're doing our job, you know, just furthering the species. You know, that's what I... <laughs> You purely think of it as a genetic species yeah. this thing as opposed to a love with your partner. <laughs> no, no. I'm like a legit Darwinist. I'm not that guy who's like... I think people are dumb and so they should die. I'm a Darwinist. Now I'm like, no, I think we should procreate to keep our species alive until the sun explodes and kills us all. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Listen, why not, right? Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? You know? Overpopulation. Overpopulation. <laughs> that would be bad. I like how I just yeah, I, I, I debate myself in like I'm yeah. like, let's go. Well, we're not gonna be talking about the human race today. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about animals. Some cool animal friends from the 80s and 90s. You ready to open up some retro trading cards? Oh, I'm so ready. So we have this week from the Topps Corporation, Sonic the Hedgehog trading cards. Collect all six prism cards, which is something that we will be trying to do today. I don't know if we'll have much success. It has four cards, four stickers, and look for these random prism cards. I don't know if we'll find them, but we're going to look for them. Yeah. And on the front of this package is a very, for lack of a better term, derpy drawing of Sonic, especially Tails. <laughs> Tails' eyes are sort of crossed in a weird way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The coloring is off. Lots of purple. Off. Yeah, a little too much purple there, perhaps. And then we also have, from the Topps Corporation, Howard the Duck. From 1986, uh, and Sonic the Hedgehog from 1993. Howard the Duck from 1986. It's nine picture cards, one sticker, and one 
deadly stick of bubble gum. Ooh. These things, when you eat them, they turn to poison in your mouth. We've had a couple <laughs> of guests try it, and oh, uh, man. it's always horrible. <laughs> well, guest always gets to decide which they want to open, Sonic or Howard. Who do you like? I'm going with Sonic. I, I just, I think it's the same picture. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. see it up close. Like I saw <laughs> it when you were across from me, and from across from me, it looked like, oh, it's the same one that's on the cartridge. Not a chance. Up close. It's, oh no. <laughs> it's like you know when you go to the swap meet and you get like the boot <laughs> toys. It's not Power Rangers. It's Power Soldier. <laughs> this is Sanic. The it's Sanic the <laughs> the Roadhog. <laughs> I love Roadhog. It sort of looks like when you're a kid and you learn to draw Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> well, I'm going to start us off here with Howard the Duck. And that is our first pack here. And I'm going to get the sound to the mic. Ooh, that, it's such a good sound. Satisfying. Uh, nothing beats popping open a pack of cards. I agree. You never know what you're going to find. Now, I have to say, oh, boy. So here's the gum. Now, the color is good, yeah. but check out those cancerous brown spots yeah, that's on, that, that... Uh, on that gum. Oh, oh boy. Oof. Not a good sign. Yeah. Acid. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'll kick us off with maybe one of the best moments. Have you seen uh, Howard the Duck, the film? I've seen bits and pieces of it, right. but it was not one that, you know... I have to tell you, it's definitely worth watching in its entirety. Okay. It is terrible. I mean, it is an <laughs> abysmal film. You can really see the money that they put on screen for this giant flop. <laughs> and this is one of the most iconic moments of Howard the Duck. Howard and Leia Thompson in bed together, and she has his arm around his head. The caption underneath says, everything's ducky. So, <laughs> all right, let's, let me read the back. The back is actually kind of cool. So the back obviously takes its look from the Marvel comics. So we have a nice Uh, full-body drawing of Howard the Duck here in in classic 80s Marvel style with the big Howard the Duck logo. And it says, Howard takes refuge in Beverly's apartment after the dinner incident. (laughs) Alien evils, end of the world. I got to admit, my life's changed since you fell into it, Ducky, she tells him with a smile. She sort of crawls in bed with him as like a joke. Howard the Duck is a bit of a womanizer uh-huh. and is constantly alluding to the fact that he wants to have sex with her, which makes no sense. I don't know why, but in movies where you have like a rowdy animal male protagonist, they want to have sex with human women. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense at all, yeah. really. Why would they want to make, have sex with human women? They don't have the same parts. Yeah. Genetically, it makes no sense. So she gets into bed with him. I guess to see what will happen, and eventually he chickens out, oh. pun intended. It's a pretty hilarious and awful scene in the film. Yeah, that's the one scene that I constantly hear about in the <laughs> film. That's like, oh man. The one that sticks out to me is the Duckovision Duckovision bandstand. Oh yeah, it, look at that. Yeah, you get some, <laughs> this is just cool looking and yeah i think it just goes back to what you said about how much money they put into this movie right yeah so we're looking at these two hideous full body duck puppets i was gonna say hot super hot thank you uh, noted furry uh, iffy here And they're dressed as sort of i would describe i guess as 80s flamenco costumes yeah jeans and Oh, boy, and the hair. I mean, they've got these (laughs) ducks have hair, which, again, makes no sense. Ducks would not have hair. What does it say on the back? How do they explain this abomination to us? (laughs) 
So on the back of the card, it says, This program's been on for years. A duck version MC sets the tone as teens dance to the latest rock music. Great. Howard ogles some of the young lady ducks, then changes channels again. Okay, so another thing I like about this film that's horrible <laughs> is like, he's like an old purr. Yeah. A lot of times when you're talking about the horny animal character. It's like a young, like, for example, in the new Ninja Turtles movie, Michelangelo being like, hey, Megan Fox, April O'Neil, like, are you want to date me? Yeah. Suck my dick? <laughs> He's a horny young kid. But Howard is like a skeezy older yeah. guy. Yeah, I feel like that was a constant trope, too, in films around this era. Rodney Dangerfield and stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like, yeah, it was cool for the old guys to be, like, preying on, like, <laughs> young, hot women. And then is somehow... Funny? Yeah. It super funny? <laughs> but I think you touched on something really important that we kind of skipped over. How important is Howard the Duck to the furry community? I imagine. Oh, it's a great question. I don't know. I mean... First of all, that may have changed because, of course, Howard the Duck was featured in a cameo in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So his stock, I believe, has risen considerably (laughs) in recent years. But I don't feel like furs would be into Howard. I feel like yeah. furs would think that Howard would give them a bad name, yeah. you know? Because furries often insist that what they're doing is not sexual in any way. Oh, yeah. But Howard is like a very pervy sexual character, so they might feel like a disgrace. I feel uh, like there's two sides of furries, because there <laughs> is that one where that's like, no, this is... You know, something I like to do, put on this fursuit to come out of my skin right. around other people. And then there's ones where I was like, no, we like to yiff. We're down <laughs> with the yiff side. That's uh, all this is. Yeah. So because, you know, they love Zootopia. And I mean, <laughs> just for work, the Zootopia porn that we've scoured. is like. <laughs> also, I, I want to point out, for work. Yeah. <laughs> for work. Quote, quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. For yeah. work. You know, there's been doing lots of research. Oh, yeah. Heavy research into the Zootopia porn community. It was was so funny. One day, we were in the room, and Jordan was like, it might be interesting to see how much fan art porn there is of the new Pokemon. You know, being like, oh, man, is this fast? There was a long email sent to him from the researchers that there is so much, so that even on the Rule 34 website, someone was wow, this is fast. Like, yeah. Even the people it was made for are like... <laughs> this is intense. Yeah. This is intense even for us. We're looking for... It's our job to catalog this. Yeah. And we are overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a picture card here. So this is a puzzle piece sticker card. Ooh. Okay, so we've talked a lot about how I find Howard the Duck to be uh, hideous. And I think this sticker just seals the deal. Check oh. out the freaky lighting. Oh, yeah, that's and not And coloring on this look. card. It is sepia, but also he's in shadow, and it's a sticker card. So it's got this big, colorful Howard the Duck logo, but Howard could not look creepier. Yeah, this is like a photo that Howard's tagged in that he didn't want on Facebook, but the person he took it with looks really good in it. So they're like, I'm going to post it anyway. Yeah, it's a profile, and his eyes look Gross. Oh, yeah. No, this looks like a duck who will murder you in an alley. <laughs> yeah, this is a different story. <laughs> this is Howard a the duck. pedophile This duck. is the Law & Order SVU. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Howard the Duck. <laughs> they just bust into his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, you asshole? Get out of here. We have a Howard the Duck 
trading card trading card. It shows the Howard the Duck logo on this side. Yeah. And then it just says a Topps picture card series, 77 cards, 22 <laughs> stickers. So this is a trading card that reminds you that you are opening trading cards. That's amazing. Really just wonderful. On the back there is some copy. Wow. Movie maker George Lucas, the force behind Star Wars, now brings us Howard the Duck, an exciting, epic extravaganza based on the famous Marvel Comics hero. Collect all 77 picture cards and relive Howard's first great adventure. I want to point out that when Howard the Duck came out, if it wasn't the first movie made based on a Marvel property, which it might be, it was certainly the biggest movie made on a Marvel property, which is crazy to think of how much money and time and effort. And this was, Howard the Duck was the first thing. He wasn't, let's do Spider-Man. Yeah. Let's do the X-Men. No, he was, it has to be Howard the Duck. I love and respect George Lucas, but Howard the Duck should have been enough to keep him off the original trilogy. It's like, you know what? We saw Howard the Duck. You know, let's just, let's move away from that. What's your next card there? All right, so my next is going to be Howie and Bev together again. Howie and Bev. Because while I haven't Uh, seen the movie in completion, it's good to know that in the end, they make it work. They do make it work. And they have a friendship based on <laughs> mutual respect. All right. All right. I, I was hoping they banged, but I guess not. They do not bang. Okay. They Maybe get, that's why it didn't do well. They get uncomfortably close. That's the problem. <laughs> they get too close to banging. Let's take a break. More two packs a week after this. No. Sonic the Hedgehog, he's a fucking hedgehog, and we bought his cards. (laughs) (laughs) The the music was in my head. That's how much I love Sonic, Uh, which is counterbalanced by how much I hate this art. (laughs) This is a Tales you would see on the side of an ice cream truck. (laughs) But yeah, we're about to crack this open. Do, 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 do. Nothing beats the sound. The cards of a hedgehog. Good smell. What does it smell like to you? You know when you're in a older government building and yes. you can tell the paper's been there a while? That's what it smells like. Great. So it doesn't have that fresh pack, but you know, still respect the smells. This is an eclectic pack here. You'll see that these are very different pictures oh yeah like very (laughs) look at that well this is sort of similar last week we opened up the street fighter 2 cards and they were similar they pull art from promotional assets they pull art from manuals they pull art from screenshots all sorts of stuff i hope these cards are ready for their feelings to get hurt because i already have a lot of shit talking oh boy uh yeah like oh boy are you looking at some of these screenshots yeah that i'm gonna actually say quote unquote screenshots this was a very weird idea why don't you describe the first one that you see here okay so i got one right here that's the labyrinth zone and it is the level screenshot of the level of the level it has the score it has the time it has the ring but then they draw a cartoon Sonic on the level instead of (laughs) using the actual art from the game, which is even weirder. And also, the art is of the same caliber of the cover of this pack. Yeah, maybe only a tiny bit better, Yeah, yeah, but not much. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I would be disappointed as a child, (laughs) if I'm being honest. But on the back, we have some pretty cool flavor. Act three, when you're falling down the waterfalls, sliding towards the left, keep jumping until you find an area with a push level. 
Next, jump right where the wall has vanished. Go right until you see Robotnik get into a ship. So this is kind of cool because. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, if you're listening, like you should definitely pause the show, <laughs> go put in Sonic the Hedgehog, get to Act Three. Well, actually, <laughs> and do exactly. We live in an age where right now you pause the show, go to the App Store, yeah, download true. Sonic the Hedgehog, rewind the episode about thirty seconds, <laughs> and go to Act Three and try it yeah. out, <laughs> and play it real time as I read it. <laughs> But me and you, we're close to the same age. Yes. And we grew up in a time before the internet when you had to wait for tips and tricks. Oh, yeah. Or they had those tip lines. Or some people with rich parents would get them the Game Shark Mm -hmm. to get the cheats and all that. Yeah, Game Genie. Yeah, Game Genie. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so we, we were a Nintendo house. I have played Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's always been at a friend's house. Yeah. So if you're a kid circa this time and you're stuck on something... I know for me, it was Nintendo Power would have the answers to. Yeah. How to what about in the Sega universe? How did in the one Sega solve universe, that problem? See, so I was a Nintendo household too, but what uh-huh. happened was my dad and mom got divorced, and when my dad remarried, my stepmom's son, my stepbrother, had a Sega. So that was game changer. I pushed for this marriage once I found out <laughs> <laughs> that there was a Sega. It did in, not in matter the, if you yeah. did not like oh, yeah. the Father Family. Oh, yeah, because there was a Sega. I pushed <laughs> for this marriage hard. But luckily, I got the best cheat code book of all when my dad remarried I now had an older brother so when you have an older brother that's your cheat code because he <laughs> somehow has figured out or he probably you know in, right. in a store looked at a Nintendo power and didn't mm. tell you uh oh here we go here's another screenshot <laughs> we're in the metropolis zone that industrial zone there looks to be like a grasshopper mechanical creature there and something i want to bring up that i always found weird with sonic inside all the bad guys are real animals that have been trapped yeah what's the point of that what was i don't the know point? the point all it i was know an is an elaborate scheme yeah. it seems like you would do just as well just <laughs> yeah, having a the... robot animal yeah that yeah there really is no point to have the animals inside yeah. <laughs> Well, they have also definitely drawn over Sonic and Tails here. Sonic is looking at you, and he's got a little smirk on his face. I don't know, as if to say, like, you can't stop me from ruining the pixel art on this trading card. (laughs) (laughs) On the back is a little piece of the industrial zone, and it says, Beware of the grasshopper's homing boomerang claws. And then we see the rogues gallery illustration of this robot grasshopper and the thing says, Slicer, he's not nice. Cut him down at every opportunity. But inside of him is a nice woodland creature. So I wouldn't cut him in half because you might... Yeah, you might kill the creature. creature inside. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. That's weird. Weird advice. I do have another one of those fake-out screenshots, but I want to cleanse my palette and actually get some of this cool promotional art, and it's Sonic the Hedgehog kind of looking like... Jesus. This is this looks like something that would be a poster in a Catholic church. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, he has a ring around him. There's an explosion, but it seems like light is emanating from behind him. Yeah, he is kind of a Jesus figure cuz he's got one arm outstretched yeah. and he's on this like gold ring that I could definitely see drawing a cross behind him and it yeah. wouldn't be a crazy stretch. Yeah. He'd be like, come join my religion. Oh, yeah. This is... <laughs> All the um, cool kids love being <laughs> Sonicist. And on the back, it says, he knows, never establishes who. 
but he knows he can't catch Sonic by himself, so he kidnaps. Oh! What? It explains what we just talked about. Okay. He knows he can't catch Sonic by himself, so he kidnaps and mechanizes Sonic's animal friends and turns them against Sonic. But how is he turning them against Sonic? Because that's just something I don't understand. <laughs> because I guess when you're a robot, you can't just not do that. Well, okay. That actually doesn't explain what we're talking about here. First of all, they definitely should have said Robotnik. Yeah. Because yeah, like, that could be referring to anybody. It's not like Robotnik's on the front of the card either. So that's very confusing. <laughs> but again, if I'm Dr. Robotnik, I'm going to capture those woodland creatures. I'm going to put them in some kind of cage. Then I'm just going to make these robots and send them out. It just seems like it's this unnecessary step. Wouldn't you think if the animals were inside these robots and they're <laughs> friends of Sonic, that they would want to chew their way out yeah. or try to disable the robot? Also, on the bottom side of it, there's a little kind of picture, and apparently you're supposed to flick it. You're supposed to collect all the cards, and it's like a flip book. Oh, okay. That's um, cool. Yeah, the Pee Wee Herman trading cards have those, too. That's a cool gimmick. Yeah. Uh, But I don't think we have nearly enough to figure out what's going on there. Yeah, especially since this one numbered is 32 and the next one is 8. So it's a huge jump in flicks. Oh, yeah. That's not going to be Walt Disney. (laughs) You're not going to be making any animated features with that one. Uh, I've got a card, and this is what I would consider good classic Sonic the Hedgehog promotional art. He's well shaded. He's making the same smirk expression that he always makes. He's got a big thumbs up. It's a sticker and it's white background and it says, Keep Mobius clean. What is Mobius? Uh, Mobius is where they live. Okay. That, that makes isn't, sense. That isn't established anywhere, I believe, in the series. And the only reason I know it is through the cartoons and Sonic. Adventure, I think, kind of says it, but I don't think anywhere. So, so, so there is this whole environmentalism thread with Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> the environment is really important to Sonic. Although it doesn't seem like Robotnik. I mean, obviously he's cruel to these animals, but he never really litters or yeah. anything like that. I never see him poison a water supply or anything like that. Yeah. But he's just very enthusiastic about the environment. There was a ripoff of Sonic the Hedgehog called Awesome Possum. Oh, not Rocket Possum. I think it's Awesome Possum. Okay. Awesome Possum kicks Dr. Machino's butt. <laughs> I'm awesome. It's the first Sega game, whatever, that had like a voice. Yeah. I'm awesome. <laughs> and there it was, you're collecting recycled cans and shit yeah. like they went like way overboard but there is this like undercurrent of yeah. environmental on the back it's heads of sonic and tails more of the flip book yeah but you have 31 this is 32 so we're getting close we're getting close here and it says robotnik and sonic are in a race to find the chaos emeralds so nothing to do with anything yeah <laughs> it's not like robotnik is bad for the environment sonic's yeah. trying to shut him down also all the chaos emeralds do is turn sonic into supersonic so why <laughs> right why, like what is the real why does robotnik want it that's a good question i don't see that they have any other function yeah so I'm going to go with the next sticker. This one is another classic Sonic finger out, uh, standing <laughs> with legs spread, heel to heel, Great. Uh, weird red shoes, and he's doing a smirk. Can't catch me. Can't catch um, me. 
<laughs> and so then you have Robotnik in the background blasting off while waving his fist angrily and mechanical bugs behind him. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you see the little loops that he does. And that's another thing. No one ever explains why these forces have these marble tiles <laughs> alongside of it that this hedgehog seems to be able to run across. Uh, why am I less willing to suspend my disbelief when it comes to Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> than I am with Mario? Because with Mario, you could say, well, why are there these brakes that shoot apart? But I feel like with Sonic, there's something off. Yeah. There's always just something wrong with Sonic and his mythology. Yeah, you and know I what feel I mean? like there has been a little padding laid down and some retconning so Mario and Luigi are plumbers right. who went underground to a magical universe. And once you have that blanket magical universe, anything's you know, possible. anything's possible. We have no reason to believe that Sonic's <laughs> universe is magical and or just not a real rainforest. Right. There's drive in Mario. Bowser wants to capture Princess Peach. Right. You don't need much more to that. He, no. he, he uh, That's a okay goal. Why does he want the Chaos Emeralds? What right. does he get out of it? And here's the other thing. I'm going to go back to these animals captured in robots thing. <laughs> if he doesn't destroy every one of those robots, he's lost because his friends are in these robots. Oh, yeah. What happens? The, you know, if the... Uh. Oh my God! It's horrible. It's horrible. What's it? What is the yeah, back of your card? On, on the back, it says Sonic is smart and tends to plunge right in. He's yeah. a hedgehog of action. <laughs> oh God! Um, yeah. That, that one, that this one is a phoned in fact. A lot of these are phoned in. Yeah, I feel like they needed to stretch what little <laughs> information they had on Sonic the Hedgehog into as many cards as possible. Iffy the human, <laughs> you, you are a real cool human, and you've got a Twitter account. You all day long with at midnight. Yeah, you're promoting and pimping other people's Twitter accounts, <laughs> but meanwhile, people should be focused on your Twitter account because it's a good Twitter. It's a a very entertaining Twitter. Yeah, lots of goofs on there. Trying to keep the goofs alive. What's a recent tweet that you're proud of that you think, oh, that was good. I I really nailed it. The last tweet that I did I was really proud of. It was, as a father, one of my favorite things to do is to pick up my daughter, hold her close, look deep into her eyes, and see if I'm psychic. And, uh, <laughs> and that. Uh, and that, are you? No, still not. But I'm still trying. I don't. I, I think it takes a little while. You're a new, new father. Yeah. I think it takes maybe a year or two before you can read your child's thoughts. Yeah. And then, and then once you get those baby thoughts, you can work your way up to adult thoughts. You got to start. That's why a lot of people aren't psychic is we're trying too hard to get an adult brain. So you got It's like lifting weights. You can't start off early. And your account. It's at if he's not funny. Yeah. I F Y S N O T F U N N Y. Why choose that? That's the opposite of what's true. <laughs> what, yeah. what a horrible irony. Well, yeah. You I... a, you're very funny on Twitter. <laughs> Don't you know that? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the second account name I had because it originally was That Black Nerd because I used to have a blog and I uh, used to cover cons and talk about nerdy stuff. And it was real fun. But just uh, there's another guy who's The Black Nerd. Right. Andre. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yes, I'm familiar. Uh, and so a lot of people were confusing us on Twitter where they oh, take no. a picture with him and tag me. It's oh, like, no. that's not me. And then I was kind of, you know, <laughs> weaning off just the whole blogger side of things and wanted to just focus on my comedy and push that brand out. Which I don't blame you. Yeah. Although, I mean, that's really funny. And on one hand, I must be super frustrating. On the 
other hand, like you could come at people with a legitimate, oh, you think we're exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just freak so many people out. I know, right? So many clueless people being, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Say, <laughs> like, oh, we all look alike to you, huh? Us black nerds. <laughs> Oh, that was so funny. Yeah. It's time to trade some cards. What do you All say? All right, let's do it. Let's you get ready? some trades in. Trade. Are there any Howard the Duck cards that you are particularly enamored with <laughs> you would want to trade for? Um, You know, oddly enough, this is going to be a weird pick, but <laughs> there's something I really love about this creepy sticker. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I think it represents how everyone thinks about Howard the Duck. It's like it's a dark shadow in our past, but we like that it existed, that we at least tried. We were, it's like seedy New York, it's like New York in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, how about a sticker for sticker tray? I, All right. I am an environmentalist, <laughs> a devout environmentalist, but only for fictional video game universes. So how about I'll trade you for the Keep Mobius All right, clean. that's a deal. That's a done deal. Crocodile done deal. <laughs> and let's see, I also... Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I kind of like... I would trade for that. i trade for Jesus Sonic here with this weird ring around him as if he were planet Saturn. <laughs> Are there any uh, Howard cards that you would... Yeah, I think... I want some of this Everything's Ducky. Oh. This is the, that's a favorite scene. Oh, that is, that is the most popular yeah. thing about <laughs> Howard the Duck. <laughs> Would you throw in the special stage as well? I'll throw the in the special, special stage. stage. All right. You got it. You got yourself a deal. <laughs> Ify, thanks so much for coming out, hanging with us here at Two Packs a Week. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a blast. Also like to thank Meltdown Comics. You know, these guys are so cool here. First of all, they host the show, which yeah. is awesome. But second of all, if you're a listener of Two Packs a Week, if you come in and you say Two Packs... They're going to give you 10% off your order. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? You can't beat that with a bat. You can't beat that with a bat. You can't beat it with a Dr. Robotnik <laughs> machine or with a duck sledgehammer. I don't or know with, what, this is a good, with a, or with a with, duck stogie. <laughs> or, with, or with a collection of someone's friends that you forced to be <laughs> in a robot. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. This guy, Sonic. I don't understand him. <laughs> Very good. Take care, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. See you later. Ba ba da ba da ba 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 da ba da ba. Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week. That's T W O. And me at Jeffrey Golden. That's Jeffrey with the G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other. Leah Thompson, I have to say. <laughs> Leah Thompson, I was just the right age when I saw that. Yeah. Right. That Leah Thompson in that outfit, in that scene, was the pinnacle my fantasy as a young male. Uh, yeah. I, that is the hottest <laughs> shit ever. Oh, oh yeah. It was, it was, it was, now, it was so unreal how oh, she was now, to me. Now, yeah. does that mean, if that was your fantasy, does that mean that your sex dreams were frequently visited with Howard the Duck? <laughs> was Howard always off in the corner somewhere? No, no, like you could was, never shake like, him? I was, what is Howard doing 
if I was there, yeah. this, this is how this would play out. You know, and I was human, and everyone was human, but Leah Thompson in, in that T-shirt and the panty, oh, man, yeah. that well, was... For years that was the, that, I, that was, was the thing that was my thing and i think if you were the age it played out almost perfectly because i feel like anyone at that age would kind of punk out in the end where it's like, i don't know what to do right, and, right. And, and and it, you can relate well yeah i mean obviously i was so young that i was just like strange and confusing <laughs> feelings i don't understand yeah like, but they look pretty good, you know. Uh, Howard's wearing this like. So good. <laughs> it's a it look. It's a it's a well lit duck fucking scene for sure. <laughs> I'm saying